0: Hey friends, welcome to episode 86 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm Heather Brooker. Today we are talking to author Vanessa Fewings about all things erotic novels. Ooh, that's right. We're going to talk a little bit about Fifty Shades, the Fifty Shades phenomenon, and she's going to talk more about her own erotic novels, how she got started and how um, she was drawn into that world. So very fun interview coming up with Vanessa. But first I want to tell you about Up For Probiotics. If you've ever been curious about trying a probiotic or wondered about the health benefits of it, let me reassure you, you need to try Up For Probiotics. Go to motherhoodinhollywood.com and click on the Up For Probiotics image. That'll take you right to their website where you can learn more about the different formulas they have. They been making probiotics and only probiotics since 1979 so you know it's good quality well-researched probiotics unlike a lot of other companies that are out there the cool thing about up 4 as well is they're available at your local target store pretty neat go right now motherhood in hollywood.com click on the up 4 probiotics image to find out how you can start creating a happier inside <laughs>
1: Grab your popcorn and goobers, it's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts, here's Heather!
0: Hey everybody, happy Oscars week! My favorite week of the year. Uh, I'm so excited. So the Oscars are coming up on Sunday night. Are you going to watch? Do you care anymore? I know last year around this time, um, there was a lot of talk about Oscars So White and there was a lot of controversy because there was not enough people of color and diversity in the Oscar nominations. And I have not heard those rumblings nearly as much this year. So I don't know if that means maybe the tide is turning. Maybe people have kind of moved on because Lord knows there's a lot happening in the political spectrum um, to distract everybody from the Academy Awards. But I'm excited. I'll actually be working uh, on the awards. We do a little producing deucing on the awards uh, next uh, Sunday night. So I will not get to sit at home and watch it in my ball gown and Uh, with a bowl of popcorn like I usually do, but that's okay. Anyway, uh, I'm, I think La La Land is going to sweep it. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I think La La Land's going to take it all. And I think that, um, Ryan Gosling may win, but I don't know. I don't know you guys. What do you think? You think Emma Stone will win? Now I'm just sort of asking a bunch of questions, Um, but anyway, leading up to the Oscars this week, I have a lot of cool things I'm getting to go do. I'm going to go to a couple of Academy Award gifting suites, where you know I talked a little bit about this for the Grammy gifting suite, and the Academy Awards are just as like glamorous and fabulous, and they give you know nominees and presenters they give them trips and um, skincare and all shoes and you know who knows who knows jewels. I'm excited to go and check it out and get a little glimpse of how the other half lives, if you know what I'm saying, and uh, see uh, what all the fun things are that the Academy Award stars are getting to take home. That is what I'm going to be doing this week. And what else was I going to talk to you guys about? I feel like there was something. Oh, Lord. You guys, I'm really having one of those. I'm really feeling overwhelmed lately. Uh, I know I, I from time to time will mention that here, but I just I can't seem to say no. I have a hard time saying no and turning things down. So what's happening is I get really overwhelmed and I'm overcommitted and then I end up not being able to do some things on time or staying up late to get them done. And then I'm tired and it's like a vicious cycle that I can't seem to break. But anyway, I'm working on it. I'm working on getting better about saying no, but like in the nicest way. Got it. Okay, so. I want to give a couple of quick mom mentions over on Twitter. If you don't follow me on Twitter at MIH podcast, you're really missing out on some comedy gold because that's where I put some of my most random thoughts and inappropriate comments. Um, Dr. Elise Cohen Ho, thank you for following me at MIH podcast. Lenny Lou at Lenny Lou shoes. Thank you for following me over there. And also neurosis web series, social fly and uh, Malika Poulter. Thank you so much. I also want to say hello to people who are found me on Facebook. If you're not following me on Facebook, go over there now. That's where I'm going to be focusing a lot of my giveaways. I've got a lot of great giveaways that are coming up from wonderful skincare products to um, uh, toys and and um, baby care items and things like that. So you definitely want to make sure you follow me on Facebook and you can watch my Facebook Lives every Thursday. I want to say hello to Julie Chen, Sharon Schneider, uh, Emile Bunt. But Naru, yes, thank you, and Adina Deanna Huerta. Oh, I love that name, Deanna Huerta. Thank you, guys, so much for finding Motherhood in Hollywood on Facebook. Um, Robin Polling House. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, stay tuned. uh, Motherhood in Hollywood on the Facebook page. And also make sure you'll follow me over on Instagram. That's where a lot of the action is happening these days. I'm sort of addicted to the Insta stories and the Instagram live too. It's so much fun. And then of course, uh, motherhoodinhollywood.com is where all of this stuff kind of lives in one space. And one last thing, (laughs) please don't forget to leave a review for my show. If you've listened to one episode if you've listened to uh, 90 episodes which you know we're not quite to 90 yet but just take a second and leave me a quick review on the show and let the people know what you think let me know appreciate you all right so 50 shades of gray or 50 shades darker open this week and it's getting some mixed reviews but the first one did as well um and what I was fascinated by, and what I've been fascinated by since the books came out, is the rise in interest for erotic fiction. You know, like I feel like our moms growing up used to read the trashy novels by the pool, and it had like you know the sexy romance covers, and they were a little cheesy, but you know you lo- they loved them. And but but Fifty Shades of Grey has kind of brought to light a darker, different kind of erotic novel um, that has become more mainstream and more accepted. So my guest today is my is an author and a friend of mine. We met years ago filming an episode of Private Practice. And her name is Vanessa Fewings. And she has created many books from the Enthrall series to a new series of books she has coming out called The Chase and uh, many more books in between, which she's gonna talk about from self-publishing her books when she first got it started to now working with one of the top publishers in the country. And how she got into writing erotic fiction. Um, it's pretty. It's a pretty interesting story, and it's also for me, just really fascinating to hear everyone's origin story. You know what I mean? Where where you started, where you're going, and uh, Vanessa certainly has some really interesting things to say. So, without any further ado, here is my interview with author Vanessa Fewings. Are you nervous?
1: Yes, you are. You be nervous. I, don't I don't know. It's funny, huh? I, Look, you know what? I I do better behind the scenes, writing away, mm-hmm. and I'm a little shy, actually. Really? Yeah. So. Yeah, you're blushing a yeah, little bit. Yeah.
0: I am the least intimidating interviewer you'll ever meet. Okay. Literally, I'm yeah. in my sweatpants yes. and my <laughs> and my like cat has been attacking you since you walked in the I'm, door. This is probably the least professional interview you'll ever have. <laughs> That's a good thing. No need to be nervous. Okay. Um, I want to talk to you about your latest book. Yes. The Enthrall series. How many are there? Or, excuse there's me, seven. the Enthrall secrets.
1: Yeah, there's seven in the series. Yeah. Um, I started off with three books, Enthrall, Enthrall Her and Enthrall Him. Mm-hmm. And then really the, the, my readers, my fans are asking for spinoffs or, or to extend the series. And I felt still felt very passionate about the characters, so um, I wrote uh, two books uh, with Cameron, uh, a, a book with Richard, and um, uh, this is uh, Enthral Secrets, which is Scarlet's story, Scarlet Winters. The, yeah so
0: th- but this is not your first series of books you've had many more
1: yeah I started off writing vampire books yeah that's what I thought yeah. I was gonna say I remember seeing day.
0: something more like vampire to
1: begin yes, with. yes I did I mean I was hugely influenced by Anne Rice huge fan of Anne Rice for many years oh my years. husband likes Anne Rice yeah. oh I just loved her style I love her writing I love everything she does uh for her readers and her being an activist I love everything about her so that inspired me, and I thought I'd write a book for my sister for a surprise. And I literally wrote what the book. What a nice surprise. I know. It was. <laughs> I know. She had no idea I wrote the that first book. That
0: makes me want a sister, I like thought, someone to write a book for you. How lovely. I know.
1: I thought because we both were into these Anne Rice books. So I just uh, wrote the book for fun, really. It kind of took the pressure off me because I thought I'd just write it for Liz. And then um, I, we went to New Orleans and uh, I actually gave the book to her in the Pontchartrain Hotel. I think Ooh. that's how you say it. Yeah. Um, and I said, hey, I've written you a book. And she just started reading it, and she just didn't stop reading it. And I thought, and she said, I think you might be good at this. <laughs>
0: oh, sisters. And I
1: know. And I was like, <laughs> okay, great. Just keep reading. And she loved it. And I thought, oh, maybe I'm onto something, because it brings me so much joy. And I'd written a book when I was, like, nine, and another when I was 15. So I always had something in me to write a book, I think. And that was it. I had so much pleasure writing this series, this vampire series that I just kept going. And really. what was the name of the vampire series? It's called the Stone Masters Vampire Series. The Stone Masters. masters. I love that you say yeah. masters.
0: I'm going to London in a few weeks and I am <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, I'm so afraid. I'm, I'm so afraid I'm going to be walking around like mimicking everyone and they're going to be like, why is this American making fun of us? But it's really
1: just my desire to have a British accent.
0: <laughs> it's my. I just want to sound British. And we want to
1: sound American. Oh, I mean, that's so funny. I mean, I think to me, it's funny because people say you have an accent I'm like no you have the no accent. you are the one yeah <laughs> but London's gonna be incredible go to the National Gallery in London promise okay. promise me you'll go I will yeah,
0: is it like an all-day type event or a half a day maybe I would
1: say it's a week event but if you've only got a day because there's I think there's so many paintings old masters and some modern paintings too but I they just have one of the biggest collections in the world and it's spectacular. I'm excited.
0: We're we're going with our four, almost four-year-old. So a lot of um, – this is very different from most trips I've planned before because usually it's like what bars can we go to, what restaurants can we go to, the shows yes. we can see. So this is a different kind of trip for me, and I'm trying to figure out what do you do in London with a kid Oh, yeah. You know, like where
1: can I go? What can oh, I do? I'm sure there's shows. There's can... the bus rides too. The double decker yeah. bus rides will be amazing. Definitely one of And of course, that. when it comes time to nap time, you've got an excuse to take a nap. <laughs> right.
0: That's true. Get a little rest. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for that trip. Um, so I want to tell everybody quickly where you and I met. Yes. And we were on the set of Private Practice. Well, yes.
1: This little known years fact about ago. me. Yes. Yeah.
0: Years ago. And this is, I think it was maybe write as you were starting to write or you had had a few no books already yeah out? I'd already
1: had quite a few books oh, okay, out okay. Uh, by that time but I was working back in the day as a registered nurse and so um
0: I just, so were you doing nursing to sort of um, pay the bills while you were writing or was it just
1: something yeah you were- I think um, I became a nurse I was very passionate about being a nurse but I also love writing and I was doing both for the longest time um and then circumstances just sort of gave me the opportunity to write full time. And so I just leapt at the chance and, you know, threw myself into it. And so now I'm writing full time. That's amazing.
0: You know how yes. many people would love to be able
1: to like there's so many friends of mine who would love to be able to write full time and that's great that yeah, you're able to yeah I do feel that. I mean I don't take it for granted. I feel incredibly grateful for this opportunity and I and I, you know, it encourages me really to work hard and really Deliver. Yeah.
0: So I'm sure, yeah, there's an expectation there of like, okay, lady, when's the next book? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Um, now, you said that your first um, book series was about vampires. Yes. Was there a sort of natural um, uh, progression into sort of these? I don't. I'm, I don't want to like misspeak, but
1: uh, no. BDSM. Oh, it's sex actually. It's books, actually. Yeah, like. it's actually erotic romance. <laughs> erotic romance. But yes, thank there is BDSM you. in the enthrall sessions. Yeah. and you and I'm like so many other authors who read the Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. and uh, a friend gave me the book, and I thought, oh, I'm going to have a little read. Let's see what this is. And there was a little bit of hype around it, and I loved it. Right. I absolutely loved her storytelling. I loved her storytelling. I loved the idea about being swept up and swept away. And I I thought, romance, okay. I've usually written Dark Paranormal. So let me have a bash at writing romance because I enjoyed the book so much, the three books. And so I said to my husband, hey, how would you feel about me writing a romance book, well, you know, erotic romance or something in this genre? and uh, he said okay sure if it makes you you know if it's something you feel yeah, if drawn an to there yeah and so i wanted to ask him too because i knew i really believed in my heart that i could do it well mm-hmm. um because i'd enjoyed writing the romance aspects in the Stonemasters series and uh and it just took off. The, uh, the first book was Enthrall. I released it, I think, in 2013. And it just took off. And then the next book, Enthrall Her and Enthrall Him. And the series just kind of grew and grew. And I've just had the most amazing experience with it. It's a, I think it's a series, really, that helped me uh, ha- get an agent, mm-hmm. uh, an amazing agent, uh, Kimberly Whalen, uh, who's one of the top literary agents in my genre, and then, of course, a book deal with HarperCollins Harlequin. Which is amazing. Which is a dream come true. Yeah. I mean, it's a dream come true to write for Harlequin. So. That's so fantastic. Yes, and we have the books, the uh, Icon Trilogy, uh, that's going to be released this year. Or the first book, The Chase. Mm-hmm. The game and the price. So three books uh, will come out. The first book is coming out June sixth. It's already available for pre-order. So
0: that's incredible. Do you find that these stories just sort of flow out of you when you sit down to write, yes. or do you? Are you an author that has to kind of take some time and mull over an idea and that sort of thing?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, the f- The first book uh, was actually going to be a spin-off in the Enthral series. And then my agent said, could you make this its own series? And I said, yeah, I think I can do that. And then I just started writing. And I've, I'm a, they have a, a pantser and a plotter in writing. I don't know if you've heard of that. But the pantser is someone who writes by the seat of their pants. And then <laughs> the plotter is someone who plots it before they even write it. Uh-huh. And I'm somewhere in the middle. Okay. So I start writing. I get to know the characters. And I follow the characters along. But as the book is evolving and I'm writing it, it's, it just kind of plots itself. And usually when I step away, I go, okay, that's the next st- scene. That's the next scene. Very rarely do I say I want to put that in. Um, mm-hmm. oh, hi, sorry, hi my cat. <laughs> my cat has been driving uh, us a little crazy. No, since. she's but the cutest. Vanessa cat walked in,
0: and my cat is like, uh, "Hello, welcome to my house." And now I'm gonna play with all of your stuff. She's sitting right here between us. And
1: of course, funny enough, my character <laughs> Zara Layton, who's in the chase, loves cats. Really, she Stop. has a thing for cats. So.
0: Too. um oh i want to back up really quick before we get too into yes. your process uh, about uh, how we met uh, oh, with yes. Grey's anatomy yeah so i had a very small part on Grey's anatomy uh as a nurse and it was a
1: big part very big scene it was a very scene. big scene yeah, yeah and i didn't
0: realize it at the time um but uh on in it they i guess they wanted an actual real nurse as yes. well that's something that's very big in tv yes. is they want yeah, especially um, if it's like a medical show, they want actual paramedics, and you know, if people have uh, cop experience or nurse experience, those types of shows sometimes will hire people I think with it's real a, experience. Also, a
1: time thing. Like yeah. if if they just don't have time to show an extra how to take a blood pressure, sure. put an oxygen mask, or perform CPR, fake CPR. You're right. And so, really, they just say this is what we're going to do because they move fast in television, they don't do. they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were doing background
0: i mean yes es- mm-hmm. essentially i don't like mm-hmm. to it's, i don't want to yes. minimize it but um you were doing background in that scene with me and we were there for hours just yes. chatting and talking about yes. writing and acting in we the hit industry. It off immediately yeah and, and we the became scene was friends. tough
1: wasn't it it was a very tough scene it was a
0: tough scene yeah and people mm, of course my goofy friends <laughs> message me and go why are you asking about her underwear and i'm like it was a rape scene. What yes. is wrong with Yes,
1: it was a very, it was, I'm and the act, I think ridiculous. the actresses were incredible and they. They were so good. They, it was difficult actually at times to be in the room with them mm-hmm. because they were so. Intense. Authentic and so compelling. Mm-hmm. So it was a, quite an experience. I, uh, I was there as like a, an RN, like a specialist yeah. extra. Yeah. So, um. But really, I mean, I like think an so. Episode. Yeah. So when they're taking the photographs, I'm clipping the actress's nails as yeah. if I'm taking samples, and I'm like the other forensic specialist with you. Yeah. I mean, I do want to say that I I don't want to be an I don't want to be an actress. I'm not an actress. I really did it because it was a great opportunity and it was good money to me. Yeah. Honest. Um, they pay you a little extra. Um, and uh, I was I was writing and nursing. So really, that was why I was doing it but my my heart really is with writing because I don't have your talent Aww. I don't I as you can but, see I'm yeah. not really the sort of person that goes on camera I'm mm-hmm. more of the, I'm a little shyer I'm sort of <laughs> in the background and I'm very happy with that so but it was wonderful to be in that experience yeah. and to watch it you were you're so calm and confident and you just know what what you're doing so you even know where to stand
0: oh thanks well i love i love performing and while i'm we were talking about this earlier while i'm enjoying podcasting and all of the writing and stuff that i get to do as a part of that my heart is really enacting like i love performing i I love making people laugh
1: and it's like when you transition mm-hmm. it's such a it seems such an organic experience for you yeah. was for me it would be a big shift yeah um so that's obviously why i'm not meant to be doing that <laughs> but for you i just remember thinking you're just so natural and you're just so calm in that environment oh, whereas thanks. i i leaned on you during those scenes, oh, and you know, so i was like sweet. just
0: show me what to do you know? <laughs> well yeah. it all worked out and if you guys want to see the clip it's up on uh, my youtube channel uh but i want to talk about then so that's where we met, but you um and because you are so shy, like you said, yes. you're a little more reserved. Yes. This is a really s- hot topic. Yes. Do you make yourself blush when you're writing no. about some of these? No, this because
1: stuff? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to I'm just writing. I read it. Fast. it. I yes. read
0: um I read the one that you had sent me on audiobook. Uh, or oh, yes. no, um I had listened Richard's to the Ra- audiobook. Was rain? Yes. 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 And Richard's mm-hmm. rain on audiobook actually was making me blushy. Yes. A little blushy. Yes. Which is hard to do. But Fifty Shades of Grey also made yes. me a little blushy, so...
1: No, it's, fun. <laughs> it's actually, you feel very professional when you're writing yeah. this, this material. Do you have to do research? Yes, I do. It's, I get a lot of emails from people saying, "Do you did you go to any clubs and did you hang out? And actually, I didn't. Everything's online or I, re- or I read yeah. or I make a lot of stuff up. You know, writers are naughty about that. Right. <laughs>
0: Hey guys, so we're going to get back to our interview with Vanessa in just a minute, and she can tell you a little bit more about the research she does into her novels. But first, I want to tell you a little bit more about Up For Probiotics. Now, you may or may not know, but probiotics give you support for your digestive system. But some of the other things they can do is support your heart. That's right. Did you know that there are probiotics designed specifically for your heart health? Well, Up4 has a formula just for that it's up for heart health it's clinically formulated to help maintain normal amounts of cholesterol in your body and support your body's natural elimination of cholesterol and one of the great things about up four is they use a trademarked super strain they've been manufacturing probiotics and only probiotics since 1979 so they have a lot of studies and research backing up their product. And I don't know about you, but whenever I take something for my health, I want to make sure it's backed up with research. So go to motherhoodinhollywood.com, click on the Up 4 Probiotics image, and that will take you right to Up 4 where you can learn more about the various formulas they have and find out which one is right for you. Well, it's your imagination mm. you're tapping into what you would imagine yes. that they would be feeling or thinking in that moment
1: yes and it's part of the genre but it's a uh, i usually write one, you know relationships relationships between one man and one woman but mm. um that's what I'm most comfortable with but um yeah it's a, it's a fun genre to write in because you really are pushing pushing the envelope and I kind of like doing that I did that with my paranormal series hey gracie <laughs> Tracy is attacking the microphone right now. My cat is uh, sitting
0: on her lap batting at the microphone. This is real professional. Sorry, Vanessa. No, we
1: love it. It's like company. Um, uh, So, you know, oh, and the coffee just went (laughs) And now I smell my coffee. Hold on, I have napkins. See that we're talking about hot stuff oh, right now. If you've goodness. just tuned in. Things, and this is what happens. Things,
0: things have get no- real things, messy and things hot. get knocked
1: over and but uh oh. no, it's a great it's a great genre to write in because mm-hmm. we're talking about love, we're talking about romance, we're talking about passion and it's life. So it feels very natural when I'm writing about it. I you know, I love writing about love and romance and relationships and You know, because we all experience that. It's definitely a unifying topic. If everybody has
0: had felt love or lust, Um, you know, when you're young, it's hard to tell the difference. Like, I very much remember in college being like, oh, I'm so in love with him. And it was not love. Yes. Love is a totally different kind of uh, level of emotion. But um, lust is definitely a unifying. Yes. I think because...
1: But I think it's also exploring the character's growth over the books mm-hmm. and their, their growth also comes from that intimacy and that level of trust. Um, and that's what a lot of authors that I'm surrounded with, that's what we're all really aiming to achieve is that arc of the character, which is also experienced through that intimacy. Um, that level of trust and, um, exploration and getting to know themselves really well and what Mm -hmm. they want and asking for what they want and also, um, providing that affection towards somebody else. Now,
0: Fifty Shades of Grey really, I think, um, brought this genre to the forefront. It also... I think made a lot of people more curious about BDSM and yes. you know bondage and, yes. and that sort of thing. Um, how, what has been your experience? I mean, you said you read the book. Um, did were you on a panel with the author? I think you, no, you sent me a no. message, or you were on a
1: panel with. Um, I'm going on a I'm a pa- on a panel in the, at the last bookstore. Um, in one week. In one week. Yes, yeah. and uh, we. Sorry, Gracie's playing on my lap, sorry. and it's fun. Um, so uh, we're going to be with Lorlin Page uh, and C D Rice or Christine mm-hmm. Rice, and I'm on a panel with her and those two, mm-hmm. and uh, Peter Katz. He's okay. going to be the moderator.
0: Do you feel like with everybody that's in that genre now, do is there constant comparisons to Fifty Shades, and now with the new movie coming out, do you yes. think people are always like? asking um about the about that movie about those series of books and how it compares to what you write yes
1: i I really wanted to write something completely different but in the same kind of in the same kind of genre yeah in the same genre the same theme of bdsm but write something very very different Mm -hmm. um so mine's based actually in los angeles uh uh, with at a club called Chrysalis and another club called Enthrall and it's really about these characters uh, within this club and how they grow it's basically about how a young a young woman comes into the club and we think that she's going to be the one that's going to be swept up by these two alpha males and it ends up being the other way around by the third book she's the great influencer and she's the person that you know oh. changes everybody else so.
0: i'm laughing yes. because my cat has decided you're the best thing in the room right now <laughs> she's just like loving on you and
1: she's a superstar she's, yeah, a she's super.
0: very famous yes. she doesn't even know
1: so gracie a, a poor print before i leave so.
0: um well i know that i remember i read all of the 50 shades book when i was pregnant Mm-hmm. so like my hormones were going bananas and yes. I just remember reading it going oh my god oh my god oh my god like yeah I, I read it a little later than when everybody else um did and for me that those types of books Chris calls them my sex books yes um it's rude how dare he it That's all okay. started for me with the type of romance novel like that not romance erotic romance I guess with Outlander, uh-huh. the Outlander series. Oh, yes. I don't know if that's considered to be erotic romance. Or I what. haven't read them really, but
1: and I had the,
0: very graphic.
1: I had I've seen the TV show. I think yeah. i saw watched the first series. Yeah, thought, yeah the first. And uh, I saw how you know uh, erotic that was, and, and I the, thought it was done beautifully. Though again, it's the about TV the TV show was even more mild than the book. Wow. I was like, whoa! I mean, and I would also I mean, interestingly enough, when I first went traditional with my, my, my books were picked up by a traditional publisher. They really wanted to take a lot of that out. It was pre Fifty Shades. Really? And they really insisted. So I actually released A Vampire's Rise a, as well as A Vampire's Rise, Orpheus A Vampire's Rise, mm-hmm. because I wanted to release the erotic edition because I felt that that was important part, again, of the character's growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were trying to be more PG. And I, you know, so really writing the enthralled sessions was me uh not being um, like p- held back, yeah, held kind back, of, like, and really free. allowed. I mean, it, you have full control when you're indie. It was an indie. It's an indie series, mm-hmm. although it's done incredibly well. And uh, which Fifty Shades was, uh, I think, started off as self-published. Yeah, yeah, and was picked up by Random House. I
0: yeah. think so um, I want to talk a little bit about that independent publishing versus working with a publisher because yes. it seems like, like I even have friends right now who are like, I've written a book and I've self-published it. And I'm like, yes. what? I didn't even know you could do that. Yes. That seems, number one, very empowering. Um, but number two, like just
1: such a great way for authors to like get their books out and get it's, noticed. It's a wonderful opportunity. Amazon, I think it's KDP, um, iBooks, Nook, and Barnes & Noble, you can publish all your books on those platforms. That's incredible. It's it's wonderful. I go through draft to digital. Now, is it, I was going to say, is it all digital copies? or No, you can also, with CreateSpace, you can have paperbacks. Oh, wow. Uh, so what used to happen is you used to have to wait to hopefully get an agent and then mm. have a publisher love your work and then publish, publish your book. I almost got an agent back in the day, but I... Um, it just didn't work out and then I thought by the time I get it published it will take 18 months because there's a bit of a delay so I just leapt at the chance and just published in Thrall and then I just was part of this big indie community it's enormous and the readers are incredible they're the ones that are making these authors successful Mm -hmm. and I just you know I just took this chance and it was the best thing I ever did so I would encourage people I would say look into traditional because I'm working right now with a traditional publisher and it's the most amazing experience I absolutely you love feel like, Well, what's it.
0: different do you feel like some of the pressure to promote has been taken off of your not at all or?
1: no no you'd think that yeah but I feel just as much responsibility f- to make uh, the icon trilogy a success yeah. as I did with my enthral series I feel like even a greater responsibility really Um, and although I am working with a publicist at Harlequin who's wonderful and uh, I'm working with a publicity firm uh, who we were working as a team because it takes so much really just to reach all these readers Mm -hmm. but uh, the community in the indie community uh, the authors support each other. They uh, promote each other's work. It's not like, it's not what you'd expect. Like, I really have to fight and get to the top and I'll climb on everybody to get there. <laughs> it's completely different. It's yeah. like, what can I do for like you? Like in acting. Acting is very much like that. Is what really? What's in
0: it for me yeah, kind of no, a thing. Can this you is, hook me up, you know?
1: No, this is very much a very supportive network and uh, we're constantly messaging each other, authors behind the scenes and uh, encouraging each other. Uh, so it's a, an amazing environment. And what I would say is when you place that indie environment with the traditional, you actually have a magical combination, I think, because mm-hmm. you've got an author who knows how to network, who knows how to promote, who's willing to do the work. Um, and then if you put that um, formula traditional, it's usually a pretty successful. And there are a lot of agents and publishers are looking for indie authors who have got a great platform. And of course the great platform is Facebook, Mm -hmm. Instagram, um, Twitter. And they want really want someone who has like Don't, a following a already. A following. Yeah. So when they launch a book, they have they have readers
0: That's waiting so for it. So interesting that you say that because so much of um and I've talked about this a few times on the show before in terms of acting and the industry um I'm going to kill this cat. I'm going to you've heard it here folks. I'm going to kill my cat. <laughs> <No, laughs> um, it argh, won't happen.
1: Argh. She's um,
0: her. So much of what happens in the acting industry, and especially now is you almost get completely overlooked unless you have a social media following, unless you have Facebook fans, Twitter fan followers, you know, whatever. And built in audience is far more attractive to producers who are creating TV shows and making movies rather than somebody who has no following and a lot of talent. Yes. So it sounds like it's very similar in um, the writing world where – if you come in if you get the opportunity to sort of build your own content as an indie writer and you know self-publish and whatnot like <laughs> this cat um then you build up a following build up an audience then suddenly you are more attractive to yes. big publishers so that's so interesting
1: well i think you know they're, they're taking a big risk on you you know sure. they're taking a chance on you so you you know if they see that you're willing to to really promote this your book their book it's essentially their book Mm -hmm. then um you know I think that that takes a bit of pressure off them yeah you know so and it's a joy I mean I have to tell you I'm working with this amazing editor and Leslie at Harlequin and she's incredible really talented so um and uh, just the team. The cover, the book cover is gorgeous. You've seen the book cover. Mm -hmm. Uh, They actually had a photo shoot for the book cover and went all out for the three books. And um, had really talented models who can get into character. (laughs) And that was really exciting to see that evolve and the cover evolve. And so they really worked uh, with me and asked my opinion, which was incredible. So I'm so excited about this series. I think the readers are gonna love it. It's pretty special.
0: Now talking about evolving, Do you see this series or any of your books,
1: um, being made into television shows or movies? Definitely. I mean, I, I can absolutely envision that, um... I do write, I mean, we've talked about writing BDSM or erotic romance, but I do write a really great story. So Mm -hmm. if you, well, I like to think so. (laughs) You do. I'm a little biased. But um, so if you take that out, or the romance out, or the erotic romance out, the the sex out, you're also going to be left with a great story. Mm -hmm. And that, so I I, I try to write books that could be, you know, relatable in that, Mm -hmm. you know, concept really as a movie or as a film. Yeah. Yeah. So that that would be a dream come true.
0: Um, do you think there has been a rise in interest for the BDSM world because oh, of the, the popularity of these books?
1: Oh, I don't know. Well, I know that, that definitely in the literature, mm-hmm. um, as far as I have had readers reach out to me and say, what club are you a member of? Or how do I get <laughs> into this? What do you say? And I just say, "Of." Um, I'm actually not a member of a club. And I'm, I'm in not, the Disney movie yes, club. Yes, I'm no. in the Disney movie club. <laughs> no, I'm just and, uh, kidding. Yes, and that's about it. But uh, And you don't have to say, but what clubs are you in? No. I mean, I do have author friends who are members of clubs, so maybe I would refer them to them. Yeah. But I also think that caution is important, and um, I really feel very protective for my readers. Yeah. So um, I pretty much just, you know, just respect that their interest and but I can't really recommend any clubs but I do know an author who can who's amazing and
0: yeah it's so interesting to me because I would imagine that people probably assume that you do all of the stuff you write about yeah
1: I think they probably it's sort of like
0: um not being able to distance yourself from a fame or um separate a famous actor from
1: the roles they play yes
0: you know but I always say
1: when Mm. people say you must be involved I say well think of Stephen King he's not murdering anybody well that we know of that we know of his books are terrifying so it would not
0: surprise me no
1: (laughs) no (laughs) no, it's
0: real real no that's
1: see that's why he's an amazing writer because you can actually think that yeah I think when when you write something people say oh you must you must must be involved in this somehow I think hopefully that's because you've done it right that's a
0: wonderful point to make that just because somebody is able to write about something doesn't necessarily Mean that they're involved in it. I think in my mind I go back to the um, the saying "write what you know." Yes. So there's an assumption there. Oh, yeah. If you're writing what you know, or if we're all writing what we know, yes. um Then it must just mean that you're obviously doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, with with the chase, it's about a, a forensic art specialist. Sarah so layton's a forensic art specialist with a knack for seeing fakes, mm-hmm. and. I've obviously never worked in the art world I did a lot of research a lot of research and uh, spent time you know visiting galleries and really immersing myself in that world that's so, where it,
0: <clears throat> especially for the um you know uh, the BDSM the uh, control the yes. giving up control yes. that sort of thing that's really what it I the takeaway for me that's what it's all about like I think oh I don't know that I could ever give up the control so yes. I would probably be the one that was in control and you know and so you, you're, you start to sort of think about like how you would react in these types of situations yes. and um, it's definitely sparks the imagination yes. and it's probably lit quite a fires in the bedroom.
1: Yes. Which people. would be a wonderful thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So tell me again, your, uh, <clears throat> is it the icon series that's it's available called, for yeah.
1: pre-order? Yeah. The icon trilogy. So mm-hmm. we have the chase, the game and the prize, and it's available for pre-order, um, uh, on Amazon and iBooks and Nook and Koba right now. Right now. Yes. Yeah. So the first book, Okay. Yeah. Um are you going
0: to see 50 shades of gray? Yes, I am. Or 50 shades of gray, I'm going to see it this week. And Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah.
1: I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. Yeah.
0: Um, and I'm gonna make sure I put up all of this information about where people can pre-order your books.
1: I so appreciate that on Amazon.
0: And I'm sorry my cat has been driving us. No, it's
1: been wonderful company. Gracie's been wonderful company. We are
0: trying to talk about dirty sex things, Gracie. And you're interrupting. She's a true star. (laughs) Look, she wants to I'm like, I'm trying to talk about BDSM. (laughs) And my cat is just wanting to play and be in the conversation. Um, well, I think your books are wonderful.
1: Thank you. I really enjoyed the audiobook for sure especially you you know being that was that was uh, aaron shedlock read that richard's Reign. are you going to do any more of those or do you think or i think right now i'm going to concentrate on writing uh for harlequin yeah yeah
0: so exciting Yeah, yeah
1: well, I think um, I think
0: this is going to do really well, and I really, really hope that it gets turned into some kind of TV show or that would movie. Be incredible! And then I get cast in it.
1: Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: even if it's just a yes. nurse, uh, it's fine. Or yes. not just a nurse, but even if it's a small part, I'll See, take it. See, that would it. be wonderful. Yeah. See, that would
1: be wonderful. Bring all our friends in. Yay! Yes. Oh well, yes. I'm
0: very excited for you. Pay this pay is wonderful. Um, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank See how easy it was. It
1: was wonderfully easy. You thank were great. You so
0: much. All right everybody. I'm going to put all of this information up about Vanessa's books and the series that you can pre-order right now, as well as information about her many, many other books that are available as well up on motherhoodinhollywood.com. Don't forget to follow me on MIH podcast on Twitter, as well as on Instagram and Facebook at motherhood in Hollywood. And for the love of God, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Have a great week, everybody. Remember I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. balls.